You're listening to episode 15 of Scaling Up. Welcome to Scaling Up with personal brand and freedom stylist, Elizabeth Hartke. Each week, Elizabeth brings you the tools you need to create a life of true freedom and fulfillment by scaling and monetizing your personal brand. Get clarity, become a leader in your field and make an impact that pays. Grab your favorite healthy smoothie or beer and let's get to the show. It can be so intimidating to sell, to be in sales, to have a product you want to get out there to the world, to price it out, to get it in front of other people, and to ask them to buy it, right? We don't want to come off salesy or pushy or aggressive. And in a world of social media where we're often using these platforms to sell our products, to sell our services, to get what we have to offer out in front of other people, we also don't want to bombard them and we don't want to bother them. And we have this fear surrounding selling. And what if they think it's too expensive? Or what if they don't like what we have to offer? Or maybe you haven't even taken the leap into business for yourself because of this fear. So today we're debunking the myths of sales, of selling. And I'm going to give you my foolproof formula to be able to sell legitimately anything. I've applied this to so many different services and products and used it with so many of my clients who were completely paralyzed by the thought of selling their products. They had these incredible followings or amazing business platforms or this unbelievable product that should be in the hands of so many people, but they were afraid to sell it. And I gave them this formula. It's a 12-step process. And they went from not even being able to speak to it to selling it with ease. And I'm going to share it with you guys. Because the truth is you cannot grow a successful business or monetize whatever it is you have if you aren't ready and excited to sell. Today's episode is sponsored by my seven-day ditch-your-day-job planner. Over the last seven years, I've researched, I've worked alongside some of the best leaders in different industries and learned all about what it takes to create a life of freedom and fulfillment. And I've compiled the knowledge, the experience, the tools, and the how-tos into a seven-day course that is specifically designed for the go-getter who is ready to lay that groundwork for breaking out of their nine-to-five-day job and bringing their idea, their passion, their purpose, or their business to life. Whether you haven't even gotten anything off the ground yet or you want to go next level in what you've already created, you will spend seven days with me building out your plan to be able to ultimately ditch your day job. This is the blueprint. I have been there. I was stuck in that cubicle life. I had this aching that I knew I was made for something more and was being called to take some major, major leaps in my life. My only regret was not starting sooner. So I wish so desperately that I had something like this to speed up my process from day one. And I am doing something extra special for my listeners too. You are going to get early VIP access to my seven-day ditch-your-day-job planner, and that means you get it at my limited-time VIP pricing too. So you're going to get over 50% off just because you're my people, and I totally want to see you live your dreams. Now on to the show. Before I can get to my 12 tips, my 12 steps, I have to walk you through kind of these myths and these fears surrounding the concept of selling. And we want to start looking at selling through a completely 
new lens. Sales is no longer a dirty word. You have to get to this place where you believe in yourself and what you have to offer enough that not only is there not a fear around putting it out there, you have a passion behind selling it. You have this extreme sense of ownership around what you're sharing with the world and you feel morally obligated to put it out there to more people because you know it will serve them. So until you get to that place where you own what you sell and you feel confident around giving it and getting it into the hands of the right people, you're going to struggle with this forever. Like with so many other things, what you believe to be true is. So if you are going to talk to a prospect about purchasing your product or service and your thought process going into that conversation is, they're going to think it's too expensive. You have to look at what emotion is striking you when that makes you think that way and either reprice your product because if you think that maybe it's not priced correctly or more likely you have to develop a confidence and an energy that allows you to both value yourself and what you have to offer. Because if you're going into these conversations thinking, even if it's subconscious, oh, they're gonna, they're not gonna want it. They're gonna think it's too expensive. There are already other things like this out on the market that they could get. They don't need mine. That's going to dictate the end result for you. Those subliminal messages going through your head will translate in how you speak, what you say, how you come across when you're sharing these products and services. So you have to get to a place where you don't even think that way. And you know that what you have to offer is of such value that they will be blessed to get their hands on it because it's going to make an impact on them. I want to share a perfect example of this. So one of my good friends and someone that I've mentored for the last handful of years in her business, she put up a post on Facebook the other day that I ended up using as an example of how someone could sell. Now, she wasn't selling anything. She wasn't affiliated with anything. She wasn't trying to get anyone to buy anything through her. She had an incredible experience, and she felt like she had to share it. So my friend Colleen, she has the most adorable little boy, and she was exhausted all the time. What new mom isn't, right? She was desperate for him to figure out how to take good naps and sleep through the night, and it just wasn't working. So she started researching different ways to help her baby sleep better. And either someone recommended this sleep consultant to her or she found it in her research. I don't really know what the exact situation was, but she ended up working with this sleep consultant, and it changed everything for her because her little boy actually started sleeping, which meant she got her sanity back because she was well-rested. And everything was affected because of that in a positive way for her because she had more energy again. She felt more confident as a mom. She saw her little boy thriving because he was actually getting the rest he needed. Like just all the boxes were being checked in a positive direction for her and her family. So of course, what did she do? But gushed about it on social media because she knows there are so many other moms out there struggling with sleeplessness and exhaustion, and she just wanted to share her experience. And then what followed was a barrage of comments beneath from so many other exhausted mothers being like, oh my gosh, get me this person's information. How much did it cost? What was it like? Tell me everything. And people just 
so interested, genuinely interested in what she shared. Now, like I said, she wasn't selling this. She wasn't affiliated. She wasn't getting paid to say this. She just had to share it because it, it just made such an impact on her life. That's how I want you to look at your own products and services, how you look at selling. It's not about putting a product out there and sticking a price tag on it with a stock image and hoping people click the link to purchase it. Those days are long gone. It's about sharing experiences, testimonials, the way that these services, products, courses, whatever it is you're putting out there is making an impact in your life or in the lives of the people that they serve. The same way Colleen just gushed about something that just touched her. Like it it made a difference in her life and it was effortless for her to talk about it. She had no stigma around it. She wasn't fearful because she wasn't trying to sell anything. That's the same way that we need to talk about our products and services, just in truth. Like you have to get your hands on this because look at what it's done for me. Look at what it's doing for these people because people connect to story. So if you don't want to be salesy, you don't want to be pushy, great. Don't be because no one wants you to be either. You have control over how you share your products, how you sell your services, and how you get it into the hands of the right people. Influencers on social media, Instagram, let's say, are a great example of this. Oftentimes they're affiliated with these different companies or products or brands that want them to put their stuff out there because they have tons of followers. And if they talk about this really cool handbag, all their followers will be interested in that really cool handbag. But the way the influencer gets that message out there isn't buy this handbag, here's the price, click the link to purchase. They usually have a picture of them in their natural environment, in their everyday setting with the bag, looking really pretty or cute or fun or whatever. And they're just talking about their day or their experience or whatever. And then they, the bag kind of gets woven in there. You know, it's not like a blinking neon sign of buy now, buy now, buy now. It's just increasing intrigue in what it is that they're doing in their lives so that other people will want to do it too. So you can kind of glean from influencers how they're doing it, how they're just weaving it into their everyday and sharing about their experiences. The good ones, the good influencers, the ones that are really only sharing products and services that have made some kind of positive impact on their life because then they have a story to tell versus just a product to sell. They can talk about their experience with it. They can talk about how their discoloration on their skin was fixed by using this face lotion. And so many other people out there who have had that experience will connect with that versus them never even trying the product or not liking the product and just trying to hard sell it. It's time to rewrite the narrative, know how to value yourself, and know how to value what you have to offer. And until you master this confidence piece and this belief in yourself and these gifts that you have and the products that you sell and the services you sell and the courses you run and the books that you write, until you truly believe that you can make that impact and you can, until you believe that, it's always going to feel like selling. It's always going to feel like pulling teeth and dirty and frustrating. And you're going to have this negative vibe around it versus when you 
believe in what you're doing and you are so fired up about it because of the impact it's making and you know with your whole heart that you're in the right place doing the right thing, you could triple your price and still feel good about putting it out there because people need it and it will make a difference. So let's get to the 12-step process. This changed my entire business. I finally sat down after a year of grinding in my business when I first started it about seven years ago. And I was hard selling. I hated every second of it, but I thought that's how I had to do it. And I would talk about the facts of the product and the price of the product and give them the link to purchase the product. Like It just felt like downright selling with no emotion, no story, no connection, no sharing, nothing. And it sucked. And I finally sat down and I said, okay, what compels me to buy? And I made a list of the 10 things that I bought, like bigger purchases that I remember, like that came to mind over the last year, whether I could afford them or not, what were those things? And then I tried to think about how I heard about those products or services, what I felt when I saw someone else speaking about it, like really break down what was it that ultimately got me to a place where I was handing over my credit card. And I felt good about handing over my credit card. And then ultimately, I had a good experience with that product or service. So I kind of looked through that. I wrote it all down. And then I started to piece together the different steps that I went through to get to that place. And then I wanted to translate that into how I could use that system in my own personal business. And I came up with this process. So the first step. Why is this for them? Like, you have to capture them in the first few seconds of them seeing and being exposed to whatever it is you're talking about. So whether it's through video or in person or if you're speaking on a stage and you have to close and you want to sell, you know, your course at the end of that speech or they're reading an Instagram post, whatever it is, you have to let them know in the very beginning Why is this for them? And you have to captivate them so that they keep reading or watching or listening. The first step in that is knowing who you're talking to. Don't worry about trying to sell whatever it is to everybody. Think of that ideal person and speak directly to them. Ask a question that they would relate to. Say something true that will catch them off guard, shock them, reel them in, connect with them in a deeper way, let them feel some kind of emotion around what you're saying, and let them know what's to come. So here's how I'm going to give you examples of this through each step so that you can apply it to what you do. I am going to use the example of a personal trainer who's selling their postpartum weight loss system and solution. Okay, so that's You can turn this into, you know, a marketer who's selling their online course or anything. It it works for anything, but that's the example we're using so I can give you some concrete examples. So how would someone like a personal trainer who's selling their postpartum weight loss system say it? They could say something to kind of catch them off guard or shock them. Like, this is the number one mistake people make when they're trying to get fit after having a baby. Or they could say something that would really connect with them on a deeper level. Like, I was trying to lose weight, but still had 50 more pounds to lose after having my son. Have you ever just felt 
like you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, but you're totally hopeless as far as what you can do about it. And then they need to know why should they keep watching? So that's where you kind of tie in something to have them continue watching after you got them with that initial hook. So I'm going to help you change your life by revealing the system that I use to lose all the post-baby weight without having to sacrifice all of the time. The second step, who are you to be speaking on this? I think so often we get this imposter syndrome where we feel like, oh my gosh, like who am I to even talk about this? Am I the right person to talk about this? You need to let them know why you're either an expert or why you have an additional perspective that will help them. Did you live through something that will speak to this experience? Do you have special training, accreditation? What is it for you? You know, it can be an accolade, it can be letters after your name, or it could just be the fact that you've walked this road already and you've figured out how to help other people walk it too. So if that's the case, you can say something like, I'm not, you know, a nutritionist or a fitness guru. I'm a busy mom and I've dedicated my life to helping other busy moms find a real long-term solution to weight loss so they can regain their confidence, energy, and their health. I know it works and I've helped hundreds of people and other moms through my systems so that they can do the same thing as me. Or you can take the route of sharing what accreditation you might have or why you're an expert. I'm a certified fitness and nutrition coach who has created a revolutionary new way for postpartum women to see a long-term solution to their weight loss. Number three, tell your story as you present that pain point that they're going through. You want to tie in the emotional piece of it. So often you'll see brands or companies try to sell the external versus the internal. So do this, you'll lose weight. Use this, get rid of wrinkles. Watch this, learn how to market your business. But those who figure out how to market to the internal problem that people are facing, the emotion, they get loyal customers for life. So for example, in terms of weight loss, instead of saying, do this system, you'll lose the weight, or your waist will get smaller, or you'll fit in your high school jeans, it's do this program and you will have confidence and feel comfortable in your own skin again. Speak to how they will feel if they lose the weight. Speaking to that internal problem, that is how you get loyal customers for life. So here's an example of that. You could say something along the lines of, it wasn't just about the weight. I realized that my health, my weight, the rest of my life, it was all interconnected. As I saw my pant size go up, I could see my confidence start to go down. And that was affecting my mood, and that affected how I treated my family, and it affected my marriage, and I found myself hiding behind other people in photos and shrinking in who I was. And the hardest part for me was that I felt like nothing was working for me. So I would diet to lose weight only to gain it all back again. I would work out and not see my body change, and I wanted to give up on myself in more ways than one. That's how you speak to the emotion behind it. You don't just need to give the specs of the program or the price of the program, you need to break down how they will feel because they're going through it right now. The right person that you are speaking to directly is going through that pain point and they need to know they're not alone. Give them something to relate to. All right, so number four, step number four, you've 
connected to that pain point. Now they're, they're with you. They relate to you. They feel it. They say, okay, that's me right now. This is like telling my story. I hear that all the time. When I, when I get this right, when I go through my 12 steps and I don't skip any of them and I nail it, I get all these messages and emails and inquiries saying, I felt like you were telling my story. That's how you want to make them feel. So number four, what did you do about it? You experience this pain point or your clients experience this pain point. This is where you present how that product service or whatever it is that you're selling made an impact. This is where you take them from that emotional connected feeling moment to a moment of hope and excitement of what's possible for them. Because if you did it, they can do it. If someone else did it, they can do it. So give them some kind of concrete piece of the story that helps them see that. Like, I remember going to the gym and dieting after my son was born, and I kept getting so frustrated because nothing seemed to be working, and I assumed it was me. I assumed that all those other moms out there who told me my body wouldn't ever change because I was a mom now, I thought they were right. And then I went home and I decided to stop depriving myself of food and spending hours at the gym without seeing any result. And I created a program that I knew would work for me and my lifestyle. And within 30 days, I hadn't just broken my plateau. I'd lost all the baby weight and I felt amazing. So you have to talk about what you did about it. And that thing that you did about it should be your product or service. And if it's not you that experienced it, if that isn't one of your accolades that you've walked that road, but you've walked other people down that road and that's the result, like let's say you're a male fitness and nutrition expert who created this postpartum program. Obviously, you haven't been through this experience, but maybe you did this for your wife or your clients. You know, you just walk them through that piece of the story and you change it accordingly. Number five, why do they need to take this journey with you specifically? This is where that confidence and belief piece is so important because if you don't have that, you'll say, well, you know, I can help them with it, but they could probably get it elsewhere on the internet too. Or they could find another trainer that that could walk them through this program. So what is it about you specifically that makes the stars align that this person needs to work with you? Have you been there before? Have you walked in their shoes? Do you offer something special or additional with your program or service? Do you have a perspective that someone else doesn't have? Again, share it in story. People connect with story. Facts tell, stories sell. So here's an example. Each month, I have the gift of working with other women who have been in my shoes, feeling hopeless, needing a plan that would actually work for them. And this was the first thing for me that worked because it was so different. And I had to give that to other people. I had to give that gift to other people. I work directly with you to help you pinpoint what you really want to get out of this and how to help you get there. And I walk with you every step of the way until you get that end result that you want. And you can get more specific than that. You can say how you do weekly calls or daily text check-ins or whatever is specific to you, your product, your service. You just have to identify what makes you unique. Why do they need to do this with you? Number six. Break it down a little bit further. Who is this for and who is this not for? What is this and what is this not? In episode nine of Scaling Up, we talked about the concept of repel marketing. And you might want to go back and revisit that episode if you, even if you already listened to it or if you haven't listened to it yet, because it will really help you know who you're speaking to and not waste time on the people that this isn't right for. And what this step is going to do, step number six, This part will have the people who this isn't for, they'll move on. They won't waste your time. You won't waste their time. 
But those who it is perfect for, this step establishes trust with you. And when people know, like, and trust you, that's when they work with you. That's when they buy from you. So something you can say to help drive this home, if you're looking for a quick fix or a short-term solution, this probably isn't the right thing for you. But if you want to find something that works for your life for the long term, gives you energy again, makes you comfortable in your own skin again, and something you enjoy being a part of, I'm so confident that this is the right thing for you. So in that step, we tell people like, hey, if you're looking for the quick fix, move on. This isn't it. And there are plenty of people out there that are looking for that, but you're not trying to sell this product to them because they would be disappointed anyway, because that's not what this is. And there are plenty of other ways you can kind of craft this message. It doesn't have to just be about the quick fix or the price or anything, but you really want to speak to what this is, what this is not, who it's for, who it's not for. Number seven. This is a really important step in the process because there's a psychology behind selling and people need to compare and contrast what you're putting in front of them versus something else. It's very rare nowadays, especially with how accessible information is, that if you just present a price to someone and that's it, they're going to go search and see if they can find a better price on it or try and compare it to other products. But when you do step number seven, you prevent them from stepping away from you to go do their research and then kind of forgetting about you and continuing to build trust with you. So you want to present the value through the price and you want to flank it up against something else. There is a very important way to present price when you're selling something. No matter what that price is, no matter what that product is, for some reason, people completely shut down when they just hear a number because it'll never be the right number if they hear one number. So here's an example of how you can flank it up against something else. I used to be a gym rat. It would cost me about 500 bucks a month to get three sessions a week with a trainer plus the cost of the gym membership and I still wasn't seeing the results I wanted. So now they know they have kind of a guess of like, okay, 500 bucks a month would get me three sessions a week, but it wouldn't even get me the results. So the next step, step number eight, is where you then are going to present your price of your product, service, whatever it is you're selling, with such confidence because now they have something to compare it to. This is where you strut your stuff. It's where you present what you've worked so hard for. This is your gift that you're giving out to the world. This is their gain and you have to believe that. And this is your chance to make an impact. And what the way I always present price, because this is how the psychology of selling works. Like I said, when you just give them a flat number, that number is never going to be spot on the number they want because the number they want is zero. Everybody wants free. So I like to present it based on the value that they're getting. So I tell them what this package would have cost, but what it's actually going to cost with the promotion I'm running or with the sale I have or the package I have created. So for example, I'll say something like, typically this package would cost 480 bucks, but I'm running a special for my followers this month where they can get it for 350 so they're now they're feeling like they get it, like they see what they're saving or something like this is by far my best selling package and the one designed to help you lose the baby weight and keep it off. It's 300 this month and it's a total steal. You have to let them know that you're so confident in it that you're totally OK walking away from them if they're not ready to buy, because it just means that they're not your people. And you know that you're going to keep giving this gift to the world at the price it's at because you know it's worth it. 
and hopefully they'll come around to it. And if they don't, you just keep sharing it. Step number nine, people need testimonials. You can sit there all day and tell them the stories of your customers and your clients and of yourself, but they want to hear it from other people. So a great thing you can do is if you have it on your website or you're running a video, you can have clips of other people speaking about your product. You can have written out testimonials with their name and little picture, and you can speak to their stories too. But people just want to hear it from someone else. They just want a second opinion. They want to know that it's not just you telling them that other people have felt this way too. People can really relate to other people's stories. They want to see who came before them and how it worked for them. So testimonials are often what put buyers over the edge to purchase because they see themselves in someone else's story. And when I did that exercise way back, looking at those 10 things I had purchased over the course of a year that have made an impact in my life, for a lot of them, testimonials played a big role in me clicking purchase. So... I mentioned a few different ways you can have testimonials out there. It kind of depends on how you're sharing this. Like, is it through a social media post? Is it driving to your website? Is it a blog? Is it a video? Are you live on stage? But you can say something like, you have to see this video. This is one of the moms that I helped through this program. She hadn't worked out in three years because she didn't think she could lose the weight after having her kids. After two months in my program, she's lost all the weight and some. You know, and then share that video clip. That's one example. All right, number 10. This is crucial or they will never purchase. Like clockwork, every time, if you don't create a kick in the butt for these people, a sense of urgency, they will never buy from you because people need a deadline to take action. So simple things in your phrasing when you're talking to them, when you're closing the deal, like you have great timing because that special is only available for this month. Or next month, the pricing will go up. So, and I still have a couple of spots available in the, in the program for this month. So would you like to get things started and take one of those spots at a discount or should I pass it along? You can create some FOMO, some fear of missing out around this sense of urgency too, because people really, they want to do it, but they will leave that stupid thing in their cart for a lifetime. I do it all the time, except now companies are getting really crafty where they'll email you or message you on Facebook or whatever and say, hey, we noticed you forgot to finish your purchase. It's still sitting in your cart. And sometimes I literally forgot to finish my purchase. Sometimes the kids are screaming and life is crazy and there are a million other things going on. And we have to remember as the person presenting this thing to them, selling this product to them, sharing this experience with them, they're one of the first things on our mind because we're trying to seal the deal, trying to get this into their hands, trying to make progress. We are one of the last things on their mind. They are hit with thousands and thousands and thousands of marketing messages a day. Social media alone is bombarding them constantly with information. So you just have to stay in the forefront of their mind and you have to give them some kind of reason to buy now. Number 11, you want to reassure them. Make them feel comfortable with making this purchase without fear. They need to feel that assurance from you. So something like, I know, you know, I know it can be really scary to start, but you're so worth this investment in you. But the good news is there's really no risk for you because we have a money back guarantee or we have a satisfaction guarantee. Whatever it is that you offer, 
that cannot ease their worries about clicking buy. And then the final step is asking for the sale. Ask and you shall receive, but ask nicely. This is such an important piece. If you don't have that call to action at the end, if you inspire them with all this stuff, if you make them relate to your story, they hear testimonials, they like the price, and then you never give them a reason to purchase, they won't. So you want to give them that one last final nudge to get them to start with you. So here's an example in speaking to the postpartum moms, okay, because that's the example we're using today. You can't pour from an empty cup. So this is going to be perfect for you. You're not going to believe how incredible you'll feel, how much energy you'll have. So let's get you started. I just sent you the email to put the order through. Did you receive it? Let me know. Or something like, I'm so excited for you. This is going to be one of the best things you've done for yourself in so long. And I'm grateful that I get to be a part of that journey with you. Are you ready for me to help you get set up? So those are examples of if you're talking to people on a one-on-one level. But remember, if you're presenting this in a video, it has to be tweaked to speak to any of your ideal clients that are watching that video. So it's not, you know, are you ready for me to set you up because you won't know if they're ready because they're not going to reply to you in a video. So it has to be, you know, a, a buy now button in red where they don't miss it at the end or the link to purchase or, you know, after you give that sense of urgency, give them a way to buy in that moment. You need to catch them while they're still emotionally connected to everything you share. And because I love you guys, I'm going to share my bonus hack. We'll say it's a number 13 bonus that I only usually share with my one-on-one clients. And I go in way deeper with my my one-on-one clients on this strategy and stuff, and we craft it to their specific business and get really, get our hands dirty with it so that it's flawless for whatever it is they specifically sell. Because there are different nuances and different industries and different product types, whether it's an online course versus a book versus a physical product versus something in a brick and mortar and so on. But that bonus is when people don't click buy now, when they don't make the sale at step 12, you don't give up on them. The fortune is in the follow-up. And there's an entire process that I walk my one-on-one clients through that helps them reconnect with that person on an individual level and helps them salvage that sale. There's certain wording that you need to use, but the point is don't discredit someone that didn't buy in that moment. It can take more than seven follow-ups, seven touch points to get customers to convert. So the fortune is in the follow-up. Don't forget that last step. So I just want to go ahead and quickly review my 12 steps to selling anything. So number one, let them know why this is for them and get them to keep reading, watching, or listening in that first little bit of connection you have with them. Number two, who are you to speak on this? Speak to how you're an expert or you have a perspective to offer them that's of value. Number three, tell your story and as you present that pain point, tie in emotion to it. Number four, so what did you do about that pain point you experienced? Present your product or your service and how that makes an impact. Number five, why do they need to take this journey specifically with you? 
Speak to how you have something unique to offer them that they cannot turn down. Number six, break things down a little bit further. Who is this for? Who is it not for? And what is this? And what is this not? Number seven, present the value through price flanking. Put it up against something else that they'll be able to connect the dots on. Number eight, present that price with confidence. Number nine, Share testimonials. People connect to other people's stories. Number 10, give them that kick in the butt. You have to create a sense of urgency and or FOMO to get them to make a move. Number 11, give them that reassurance, a money back guarantee, a customer satisfaction guarantee, whatever it is for you to make them more comfortable with clicking buy. Number 12, Ask for the sale. Ask and you shall receive, but ask nicely. And the bonus, the fortune is in the follow-up. Don't discredit the people who might not have purchased the first time through. Go back to them and guide them through this process again. This is something that has completely transformed my business. Taking it from this little itty bitty baby business that was making like 10 grand in its first year to a seven figure monster that supports my family and our dreams all by using this 12 step method over and over and over again. Not because I wanted to just make more money. Yes, bottom line's important. You're running a business, but because I didn't want to feel icky when I was trying to sell something. I didn't want fear to completely encompass me every time I was trying to put what I'd worked so hard for and built out in front of other people. I wanted to learn to do this in a way that not only converted and moved the bottom line of my business, but also felt great to me and allowed me to live my purpose. I look at this as a way to more powerfully get in the hands of people something that I so truly believe in. You have so much value to offer. And until you believe that, no one else will. And if you aren't serving someone with your gift, they will buy something from someone else who is willing to. And don't forget, you want to make sure to snag the freebie with today's episode. If you go to elizabethhartke.com forward slash podcast forward slash 015. I put together my 12 tips to sell anything checklist with the bonus too. So make sure you snag that. And if this spoke to you, get it in the hands of more people. Tag me. I love celebrating your journey, your successes, and you cannot miss next week's episode. It might just be our best episode yet. And I'm not just saying that. We have the lead singer of Sons of Serendip, Micah Christian. They were on America's Got Talent. They were in the America's Got Talent Champions that just recently aired. And I cannot get over how this episode went. I shed tears. I laughed. I had goosebumps. Micah talks all about the pursuit of your dreams and what you have to do to achieve them. How to go from this idea to doing your passion and your purpose daily and getting paid for it, ultimately doing it full time. He talks about the struggles that he's had along the way and the lessons that he's learned. And oh my God, I can't even talk about it without getting goosebumps. Micah 
sings for us. Just don't miss this episode. Like, just don't miss this freaking episode. Whether you're an entrepreneur, a mom, a dad, you work in corporate, you're a nurse, you're a teacher, it doesn't matter what the heck you do. Everybody has got to catch this episode. So we'll see you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show so you don't miss out on all of those amazing fromies, freebies for my homies, obviously, and content that we're creating just for you. And if you like today's episode, can you help us out and help us get this in the hands of more people by taking a screenshot of today's episode and sharing it with your friends, tagging me, passing it around on social media. Guys, we've got to get this mission and this movement out there to more people so that they are living their purpose and living out their dreams and getting paid for it well too. I'm also so thankful for all of the amazing feedback we've been getting in the reviews. So if this podcast is helping you grow, take a second and go review us on iTunes and be sure to check out today's show notes for more details and takeaways from the show. Until next week, guys, keep scaling up.